Welcome to the Sassy Biker Sister Podcast. I'm your hostess, Erin Bailey. We will be hearing from some amazing lady bikers around the United States and beyond. Whether you have ridden, hope to ride soon, or currently ride motorcycles, front, back, or sidecar, this podcast is a can't miss. We will share some of the best roads, destinations, tips, and laughs as we chat with our Sassy Biker Sisters. Hey, hey, Sassy Biker Sisters. Come with me to Largo, Florida, as I chat with Akashic Records practitioner, Lois Hissa. She tells how her Harley-Davidson Street Glide got the name Persephone and teaches us about what the Akashic Records are. Hi, Lois. The first question on Sassy Biker Sisters is always, tell me about your bike. So currently I have a 2019 Street Glide Special and her name is Persephone. Uh, She named herself. I didn't pick it, she did. All right. Um, uh, she's currently decorated in a, a witchy theme. She's silver and kind of metal flake, and she's decorated with uh, witch stickers. How did she pick her own name? So I am an Akashic Record practitioner, and part of my training and part of my education and practice was to open up the records of items. So I opened up her records, found out that she was a her. Okay. And I said, well, what is your name? She goes, well, you haven't named me yet, but I'm really partial to the name Persephone. And I said, well, it works for me if it works for you. (laughs) So that's her name. Hey, all right. You know, there's quite a few women that just say, I haven't named my bike yet. So wouldn't it be nice to just, you know, for everybody to have that kind of connection to be able to say, okay, what do you want to be named? You know, what, what do you want? (laughs) <laughs> Even um, I opened the records of my husband's bike as well because, you know, I had time. Sure. And uh, <laughs> his bike had gone unnamed as well, and his bike decided he wanted to be called Thor. So he's the, the god of thunder, that one. And he, <laughs> he, he is loud. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that one's loud. <laughs> but, uh, well, we'll come back to what you do because this is, sure. you know, something close to my heart and um, and that I'm very interested in. But I want to talk a little bit more about your bike. So sure. is this your first bike? Uh, no, this is my sixth bike. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, yeah. tell me about your first one. Uh, my first one, I started on a Sportster and I absolutely, I, I have to say, I freaking hated that bike. I never felt comfortable and I always felt like the like the fat bear on the unicycle. I never felt like it fit me. And uh, I just, I was petrified to death. It just, it was light and it was kind of top heavy. And I just, I didn't like it. I I think I had it for maybe, oh, I might've had it maybe two weeks tops. And I was like, just get rid of it. I I hated it. I just hated it. Um, After that, I had a street bob and I loved my street bob. It was, it was perfect for me, actually. I I really got to um, learn to be more comfortable on the bike and Ride in traffic, you know, stuff like that on the yeah. street, on, on the uh, street bob. Um, but we started to tour and we started to ride further distances. And although I love that bike, it was not comfortable for long distance. I mean, it's okay, you know, here, a couple of, an hour here, an hour there is fine. But when you're talking three, four hours and, you know, numerous miles, it just wasn't comfortable for us. So I had a ultra standard, I think is what it was. I had an ultra standard. I had an ultra deluxe. I had just, a, so yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty much sticking to the ultra families into the touring bikes now. Okay. Cause I just, I like the comfort. I like the height. I like that they're, 
I don't want to say heavy, but sometimes they are a little bit heavy, but I yeah. feel like they stick to the ground better. So That's a good way to explain it. You're right. Yeah. I felt that way with the ultra. Um, yeah. I was worried getting on it at first, you know, and being so heavy. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, it's easier to go slower on this thing. So yeah. And who'd have thunk it, right? Right, right. It's exactly. A great big heavy bike. It's going to be so hard to ride. It's actually so much easier to ride than the smaller bikes. I feel the same way. Well, why did you start riding? Um, I started riding because my husband started riding. And I rode with him, I rode with him once. And I said, that's it. <laughs> no. Nope. Right. He goes, don't you think you'd be more comfortable on your own bike? And I said, you know, I do think I would be a lot more comfortable on my own bike. So um, I, I took the class. I took it through Harley. Um, back in the day when it was, I think, three or $400. It was expensive back then. Now they're like giving it away. But um, took the class. I think it took me... I think it was a five-day class or something like that. Mm -hmm. I flunked. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was so scared. I was just petrified. I didn't understand how to shift, although I could drive a stick car. I, it didn't, I, I couldn't connect it on the bike. So I flunked my, the riding part. I passed the written part, by the way, but I flunked the riding part. And they said, what are you going to do now? Because, like, I already had a bike at home. My husband had bought me this, this Sportster and I'm like, well, shit, I got to ride. So I did go and get my permit and I rode and got comfortable sort of on, on the Sportster for a little bit. And then we traded that in, but I really did learn how to ride. And then I went back, I think, I think it was maybe four or five months later and took the riding part again and passed it without any problem. It's just, it, it was overcoming that fear and and uh, becoming comfortable, you know, shifting and going slow. And But for all those women out there, they're like, oh, I flunked it. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Every, a lot of people flunk it. Although I was the only one in my class that flunked it. Um, it That's what retests are for. That's right. That's right. And you, you know, you, it's that way with a lot of things in life, right? About fear. Exactly. You face your fear and you may not pass the first time, but that's a learning right. experience. And you just figure out what you did wrong and practice it. And then you go back and do it again and again exactly. and again. You know, that that's what we do in life as a whole. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, good for you. Yeah. So. Did you have something that really, for instance, my my tough thing is the left-hand turn. So something that I have to practice all the time. What's Do you have something that for you was a hang-up? You know, it used to be <laughs> left-hand turns, but <laughs> we've ridden so much now that for some unknown reason, we always have to make U-turns at a stoplight. So left-hand turns anymore are not a big deal because I can make U-turns. So I, I don't know why we always, but we do. We always end up making U-turns at the stoplight. And I'm like, Shh. but I mean, that used to scare me too. Pretty much I was petrified of everything. Right. I mean, that's, you know, the honest to God's truth, I was scared of everything. So that's great now that you ride with confidence. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, tell me about where you live. You're in Largo. I'm in Largo, Florida, right? I live in a, I live in an old folks mobile home park. So for those that don't know where Largo is, it's just west of Tampa. You're right, on a, just across peninsula. the bridge. Yeah, and you're on yeah. a peninsula there, kind of yeah, surrounded by water. Yep. And what made you move to Florida, or are you from Florida? 
Um, no, originally I'm from Ohio. My, both my husband and I are from Ohio and he moved here in the eighties after he got out of the service. I moved here in 86 after I graduated nursing school because there was no work in Ohio. Mm. Even where I went to nursing school, they weren't hiring their own grads. So I made arrangements to take my state boards here in Florida and moved to Florida. I've been employed ever since. So. <laughs> well, good for you. Well, um, so when you go, when you go on a ride, if I were to come over there and, you know, you and me and Melinda went on a ride, where would you take us? I would take you north out of Pinellas County to Crystal River, um, up into, I don't want to say the foothills of Florida, but um, I would take you back roads. I would yeah. not take you in the traffic. Crystal River area is nice, Homosassa up in that area, because there's a lot of back roads. I assume that you and your husband have ridden all over the U.S. Um, not all over the U.S. Um, okay. Mainly, I would say the uh, East Coast. Okay. Probably the East Coast. Uh, so let's say Virginia South, because we've gone yeah. to Rolling Thunder. We put the bikes on the auto train and went to Rolling Thunder and rode back, um, which was really nice. Really, really nice. Uh, we've done that a couple of times. Um, Where does the yeah. auto train start? Is that the one that Sanford. goes out of Sanford? Okay. Sanford, and it goes to, <laughs> lost the place. It's in Virginia. In Virginia, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just south of DC though. It's it's it, it's out in the middle of kind of nowhere really is where that train stops. Um, but you put the bikes on the train and you just relax on the train. You don't put miles on the bike and you get there and it's I think it's nine o'clock in the morning. You get there and it's wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have a bucket list ride? Well, of course, everybody wants to ride to Sturgis. I'm not sure I really want to ride to Sturgis just because I, I don't, I feel like that's like way too many people in one small little area. Um, I would like to ride to, um, I totally lost the name of it. The, the mountain where all the president's heads are. Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I'd like to ride in that area again, off season where there's nobody around. I can just kind of take my time and, you know, tootle through. Any overseas riding? Have you done that yet? No, we have not. Um, and we've been overseas a few times, um, but we, we usually wind up on a tour. So yeah. it's kind of, you know, yeah. here, stay here, this day, here, this day. I don't know. Um, Ireland is always like, that's, that's like, I love Ireland. I could like, if I could move my family there today, I would. And I buy a great big farm and get some Irish wolfhounds and I'd just be a happy little camper. But um I don't see us, I don't see us doing that. I mean, we might, but like right now I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me how you feel when you ride. <sighs> Grounded, connected, free. Like, I won't say there's no stress, but it's like, you just go. <sighs> yeah. It's yeah. I get it. Yeah. I, I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I've been watching a couple of your videos and yeah. you carry crystals on your bike. I do. Tell me a little I bit about the do. crystals that you carry. <clears throat> so the crystals that I carry were put together by um, a group of women in, a, in another uh, female riding group 
club, whatever you want to call it, that I belong to. And they started at first selling um, oils, herbal oils. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like I need that. And then they came out with this group of crystals. And I was like, oh, but I need that. I need one. My husband needs one. I need one for the car. <laughs> so, yeah, I carry that, that bag of crystals with me everywhere. It's on the bike right now, actually. And what crystals are in there? There's an amethyst. There's a black tourmaline. There's a smoky quartz. And I think it's carnelian. Okay. But there's four of them. And so they're for protection? Yeah, for protection and um, grounding. And um, it it's supposed to pre uh, prevent drivers from not paying attention. So it's supposed to make them more aware of your presence. But I mean, truth be told, I carry crystals all the time. So well, let's talk a little bit about, about your business and what you do. So my business's name is just, it's my name, Lois is a consulting. And what I do is I help people that are stuck in patterns or stuck in life to move forward in a positive manner. And I use the Akashic records to help me do that. So the Akashic records, of course, are your soul's record from its inception to current time. So any uh, lifetimes that have gone by that, that, that your soul was in, um, any thoughts, actions, deeds, everything's recorded in, in the Akashic records or the book of life. Some people will call it the book of life. Mm -hmm. So I've learned to access those. Um, and I use those for quite a lot of things you can use them for anything just about people that are stuck you mean um, people that are so stuck, stuck in a pattern maybe they're maybe they attract the bad boy and they don't want to do that anymore because let's face it the bad boys are not that great they're cute they're fun for a little bit but they're not a lifelong partner they're gonna do the same thing to you that they did to the three or four other chicks that they're seeing um maybe they're somebody doesn't feel like they have self-worth I can go into the Akashic Records and find out where that initial thought came from. And we can heal that thought and we can heal those patterns in the Akashic Records so that you can essentially fold time and move forward at a faster rate. Fantastic. And you can do that virtually? I mean, on the yeah. phone, virtually? Yeah, virtually. That's, that's wonderful. Just like we're talking now is how I do my appointments. Um, certainly, if you're close and you want to come to my home, I mean, fine and dandy, but you don't have to. You can stay in your home in the comfort of your own home in your pajamas. I'll stay in my pajamas. We'll drink <laughs> coffee and we'll do healings or readings, whatever you want. What is the difference between a healing and a reading? So a reading is really a question answer session. How can I thus and so? How can I thus and so? A healing is where we get down into the nitty gritty and we take you back to a time when and we have, I have you visualize where are you now? Who's around you? Is it you that you're talking to? Is it an ancestor that's come to talk to you and say, hey, look, you got to stop it because here's what's happened? Or is it an ancestor that wants to heal? Um, the ancestors are coming through really big right now. They've got a voice and, and they're using it. Why do you um, think that is? Healing. I just feel like it's time. Like, like they're seeing all the changes that are going on and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of change in the collective right now. And I think the ancestors are ready to heal. They're, they're realizing that some of those things that they did 
generation after generation after generation are not serving the people now. So maybe for instance, your family thought that money was the root of all evil and that's how it was taught throughout the line. Well, it's not the root of all evil. We kind of need it to, to survive. Right. We kind of need it to be abundant. You know, the, the spirits and the ancestors don't want us to be poor. They want us to be abundant. So changing mindsets and changing patterns related to money and self-worth is a big one too, especially like for some families, like they did not value females. You know, if you're a female, you're nothing. They didn't care about you. Well, that's not right. And, and they're realizing that that was a, a wound that they've inflicted. Yeah. And, and, and they're realizing, you know, that's not, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. So they, they are coming forward for healing. So fantastic. And how did you get into that? So I started to go to psychics maybe six or eight years ago, had never been to one. I've been a, a registered nurse, advanced degrees, very science, very analytical. It's my way of the highway because I know everything. <laughs> Nurses do that. We know everything. I thought, you know, let me go to a psychic. I always wanted to go to one, but it was kind of frowned upon in my family. Not that they're devil worshipers or anything like that, but it was just kind of frowned upon. We don't, we don't play with that. We go to church and that's, we go to church. Okay. Well, okay, but I still have questions. So we started going, my husband and I, and there's a little, if you're from Daytona, you know, there's a little town over there called Pasadega yeah. and that's the spiritual home of psychics for the winter. Well, we went over there, had a reading, a 30 minute reading, which was not nearly long enough, by the way, there was so much information that was coming through. And I said, you know, next time I really want, I really want to do an hour. And my husband was like, yeah, me too. Every person that I've seen over there, and I saw different psychics every time I went, would say, you have gifts. You have gifts. You have gifts. And I'm like, sure, whatever. The last one that I saw before things opened up for me was an older lady. And she sat across from me and she folded her arms. And she goes, you are wasting your gifts. You're not using them. You have them, you know you have them, and you're not using them. And they're not happy about that because you have these gifts. And, and your purpose in life is to use your gifts to help people. And I said, hmm, okay. Because sometimes I know stuff and I don't know how I know it, I just know it. Like I can see the way things are gonna turn out, but I didn't ever think of that as a gift that's to me is my analytical mind because I'm very step by step by step by step. Sure. So that's my analytical mind coming through. I can see it going this way. I can see it going that way. If I go this way, it's probably going to be better off, but you know, just for fun, I'm going this way. And I just never really believed that I had gifts, but I started taking you know how you have those free Facebook master classes? Oh, yeah. They're five days for angel um, communication, oracle card reading. There's all kinds of them out there. I took, I think, I don't know, eight, 10, all, all at the same time because, you know, if you can do one, you can do 10. <laughs> so, 
I took uh, Kyle Gray, who does a lot of angel communication. I took, um, I think James Van Prague had one. I took one of his. Um, Colette Baron Reed had one. She does Oracle cards. And I really like the Oracle cards. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'll do. Well, I still had these other courses and I took them because, you know, if you can take one, you can take 10. I found Amy Robeson and she was really one of the instructors or one of the teachers that when I was done with her class, I didn't feel exhausted. Like they had pulled every ounce of energy out of me. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, you know, just kind of like, I feel led to just take her course and her course was sacred awakenings. And in that course, a lot of my Claire's opened up. So clairvoyance, clairaudient, clairsentient, claircognizant, all opened up in that course. And I started doing readings because if you want to be certified, you have to do so many readings. Well, I had so much fun doing it. I just kept doing them for free. I was like, you know, it's just fun. I never really thought I was going to make it into a business or anything. Mm-hmm. But I just enjoyed her class so much. I took, I don't know, three, four, 12 of our other of her classes. She's got a whole mess of them. I took her healer's edition, loved it. And now I'm in the, uh, the third and final part of her course. And this is really more about business. And it's, it's I've loved it. It has changed my life. Like, like, again, 150, 180 degrees, whatever you want to call it. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it's way fun. I just love, I love doing readings. I love doing healings. Like, that's like the best part of my whole day. (laughs) And that's what the best is, is when you can, you know, that can be your business. Yeah, yeah. And there's a call for it. I mean, you know. Yeah. Holistic practices, holistic practitioners, very high demand. And there's a huge call for this type of work. Awesome. That's great. It's not really work. Yeah. That's not really work. I love that. That's good. (laughs) Very good. Well, let's get back to writing. We have a lot of new writers that listen. um, And do you have any advice for new writers? Go at your own pace, just because maybe you're writing with a group, just because they're all flying down the highway at 90 does not mean you have to, if you don't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. Get your sea legs. (laughs) terrorize the neighborhoods that's what I did to feel more comfortable starting and stopping and turning left and turning right those poor people in my neighborhood (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't do it in the middle of the night I did it you know regular business hours but um you know take just take your time and and learn and and enjoy it and if you don't enjoy it then don't do it and don't worry everybody drops their bike speaking of that yes we do have our whoopsies and we do talk about them yep would you be willing to share a whoopsie? Sure. I, uh, the funny thing was I, I, I was going slow when I dropped it. I was parking at the VA for, <laughs> I know, for Memorial Day service. We had all, uh, all of our hog members got together and rode down for this Memorial Day service. And you know how you pull around and you, you pull up, then you're going to back in. Okay. Well, I pulled up. <laughs> oh no. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I survived. You know, there are engine guards on the Ultra, so nothing got scratched or dented or anything. And the cool thing about it is all these guys come running over to help poor little old me on this on this great big bike that I couldn't lift by myself. And I just got out the way. <laughs> Here you go, guys. Thanks so yeah. much. Sorry. And they're like, oh, honey, it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't have been going more than five mile an hour. Well, that does happen that they faint. They do. Yeah. She just, oh, just fell over. <laughs> Sure. If somebody were to want to connect with you um, to get a reading or any other kind of service, how would they do that? Go to my website. It's www.loishissaconsulting, all one word, .com, all lower letters. <clears throat> That'll take you to my website. You can pick the service that you want. If you want a, I do a 15 minute, but quite honestly, 15 minutes really is not long enough for us to connect all that well. Um, I, myself, if this is something you've not ever had, I would say do a 30 minute reading. And then if you, if at 30 minutes you go, dang, I just got to know more. <laughs> you can always turn that into a 60 minute, no problem. Um, then my healings are a lot more intense. They're about an hour and a half. Um, so that is, that is something that's really, I don't do a lot of those in a day because there's such an energy shift. That it's just, it's too much for for my client and it's too much for me to do more than maybe one or two of those in a day, um, but you can book all of those services on my website every single one. So Absolutely. we'll put all of that in the show notes and on the social media posts when we when we um, release the episode, so that everybody has all that information. That's wonderful. Very sure. nice. Do you want to give a, a roundabout or a range of pricing? I've based my prices on what I was given in the Akashic Records, and that is a $3 per minute pricing. So a half hour is $90, an hour is $180. And there's a lot of information that comes through in those. So it may sound like a lot, but it there is a ton of information that will come through. Um, and even sometimes I've said, you know, I'm not really getting anything. Let me reword your question a little bit and once we reword that question, then it's just like, like the halls open. Here you go. So <laughs> I love it. Well, I will definitely have to look on your site and uh, figure out what might serve me best. Absolutely. Let you read me. Absolutely. I'd love to read you. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I've had a great time and I've learned a lot. Awesome. I've had a good time. I love talking Akashic Records and all things spiritual and psychic and... And motorcycles. Motorcycles are what cool. Better, what better <laughs> pairing can you have? You know, there truly isn't a better pairing, honestly. Honestly. Mm. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, thank you again. And um, you ride safe. You too. You too. Keep those crystals on you. Always. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to check the show notes for more information, websites, and coupon codes. If you have questions or suggestions, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram or Facebook at Sassy Biker Sisters. Until next time, stay safe and stay sassy.